Well, I've been looking forward to this all weekend long, the chance to finally talk to the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer on this Monday morning. So, Vaughn, question. Yeah. Do you want to talk murder hornets, or do you want to talk about the election results? Well, I appreciate that they did put post the... Um the outfits that the American yeah. authorities are wearing to remove the murder hornets, as you will know, they can sting right through the usual beekeeper suits. So they're wearing hazmat suits, and I just want you to know I've ordered one of those. <laughs> I was wondering about from that. From Amazon, I'm going to have it delivered, uh, and uh, I'm just going to wear that all the time now. Now you can go uh, outside. Now on. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, that video they posted of the murder hornet coming yeah. out of its little nest and then and then having a little snack. Um, I'll tell you, I studied the scale of those photos very, very carefully, and it does have the wingspan of a bald eagle. So there you go. <laughs> yes, I know. You you were the one who told us that, Vaughn, and yeah, I believe yeah, everything yeah. you tell me. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. I know I thought of you right but away. We had this little election this on the weekend, election, right? right? And I, I wasn't entirely distracted. So were you anything that surprised you? Like, what, what caught your attention? So big picture... Uh, and it, I think it's important to say this because we every election when we report opinion polls, we hear from people, I don't believe the opinion polls. They're always wrong. Well, every opinion poll predicted a solid NDP majority. And the last poll that I saw, the one that the Vancouver Sun commissioned uh, from Leger, uh, said 10 points in the popular vote. And when they finished counting on Saturday night, it was nine points. So that's pretty good. Um, the polls... With the first-past-the-post system, when, when you've got that big a gap, B.C. elections are usually a lot closer, um, you get a landslide. Well, yeah. you know, you can argue whether 55 seats is what the NDP will have when all the ballots by mail are counted, but that's a very solid win for the NDP. And, of course, they took, uh, they took territory from the Liberals. The NDP didn't get the breakthrough they hoped for in the North and the Interior, but they did get breakthroughs in liberal territory or places that had long been in the liberal column in and around Metro Vancouver and into the Fraser Valley. There are individual seats uh, where, I, you know, I didn't think I would see the NDP winning in Chilliwack and Langley yeah. and, and sweeping Richmond. Um, we do have to take all of this with an asterisk, and I know you've been doing that this morning. There are a half million votes to be counted, mm-hmm. but... The opinion polls that looked at that issue, which is, did you vote by mail and how you vote? How did you vote? They suggest that the ballot by mail count will mirror the popular vote on Saturday night. So as a result, I think the the overall seat count may vary. There are a few seats that may switch hands, but I think in general, um, that's why the analysis on election night said, no, the NDP has won the election. We may argue about what will happen in a half dozen or so seats. Right. It seems, though, that Andrew Wilkinson certainly felt like or was hoping that the count of the mail-in ballots might change something for him. Well, Wilkinson wrong-footed himself at pretty much every turn in the campaign, so I suppose it's not surprising that he got it wrong on election night as well. Uh, You probably saw, I'm not sure we can repeat it on the radio, but you saw... Bill Bennett, the former cabinet minister on Sunday, posted uh, a congratulations for the NDP. And he said, it's very hard uh, for me to admit it, but uh, the NDP beat the um, 
C blank blank P out of us. Um, as, as you would expect from Bill Bennett, right? Yeah, because that's... You know, it wasn't hard to do, was it? Jeff no. Joe Hall conceded. Uh, several other liberals conceded, but Wilkinson had real trouble, although finally on Sunday he did the right thing and he phoned John Horgan and he said, yeah, you won and congratulations and all that. You know, uh, I but guess, it, as I said, it was, think, it was true uh, all the way through the election, and uh, it was true on Saturday as well. Exactly. Like, when we he saw him come out and make that speech on Saturday night, and then he did that with no congratulations, no, you know, nothing that you would normally expect, I think a lot of people probably went, and either was a reason why I didn't vote for that guy. Well, and the Liberals also, <laughs> incredibly put out a fundraising letter at the last minute calling on party members that we're going to have to hire a bunch of lawyers to challenge this result. What? Like, it, it, I looked at that and I went, good Lord, you know, uh, people, do you have any idea how most people, well, most people, the, the people who saw it reacted to me and said, what, are we going Donald Trump here in Canada? Yeah. Like, one of the nice things about our political system is that we accept the results with in good spirit. I talked to somebody who had scrutinized on election night in a long-time liberal riding, and he said two things. He said, first of all, don't doubt the results. He said, I have scrutinized in this riding for decades, and polling divisions that had always voted liberal and voted so cred before that, Mm -hmm. went heavily NDP. There's no question what happened. But the other thing he said was, you know, the scrutineers for all the parties, when the night was over, elbow bumped and thanked the election officials for running a decent show. He said to me, I wonder if our friends south of the border will be able to do that on their election. And look, hey, we had an election in 2017, Simi, that was decided by less than 200 votes. And, you know, the lieutenant governor decided who was going to form government, and everybody accepted it. Like, that's our system, and it's One of the reasons I think Canadians are all very proud of it, and when the Liberals start their postmortem, and they've got four years to think it over, um, they should start by saying, why couldn't we even behave decently on election day? Yeah, so that's a good point that you mentioned. They've got four years to do this because there seems to be all this pressure and talk right now on when is Andrew Wilkinson going to quit. But is that the only option for him? I mean, Gordon Campbell lost, and that was hard for them in 1996, lost that election, but he stuck around. Well, (coughs) the Liberals won the popular vote in 1996. They lost the seat count. And they did, you know... um, the it so the, I think that's the reason that happened in '96. Um, I think the Liberals made a big mistake in 2017 by instantly changing leaders. Uh, it would have been wiser to spend a little while uh, developing some of the newcomers, giving them a chance, and then having a leadership race. I think this time with four years, um, they should uh, spend some time reflecting on what they need to do and rebuilding and not worrying too much about leadership change right away. Now, Wilkinson may announce he's going. Uh, if they, you know, they may have a House leader who leads them in the House for a while. That's where that's headed. Um, It is a huge rebuilding job, but I guess what I would note is it's nothing like the rebuilding job that faced the NDP in 2001 after they reduced to just two seats in the legislature. The NDP, with its discipline and hard work, 
and a good leader, Carol James, um, almost won the next provincial election. They surged in 2005. The Liberals um, were very arrogant and did a whole bunch of stuff that turned the electorate against them. The Liberals did win the 2005 election. They lost 30 seats. So it is possible for a disciplined party um, to come back to being competitive even within four years. Uh, It's just a question of your focus, your discipline, and good leadership. And I don't know whether the Liberals will have any of that. Hmm. Okay, now we talked a lot about them, but what about the NDP? Like, uh, with me, it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for. You wanted this majority so badly, you got it. Now what do you do with it? Yeah, the good news premier is you won the election. The bad news premier is you won the election. Yeah. Uh, the challenges ahead are some of the biggest challenges that a B.C. government has ever faced. And those challenges weren't really faced during the election. It is very easy to make promises in this election because we have the biggest deficits in provincial history and nobody was telling you how we're going to get the books back into balance. Really, how are we going to make the economy grow? Um, we still got the pandemic to deal with. Premier says the highest priority, said this Sunday, is to deal with the pandemic. Well, good thing, because as you know, the cases have been surging. And there's a big problem in Fraser Health that really we haven't faced up yet to. So, um, and the economy, jobs, everything. It Nobody knows where we're headed. I think it's fair to say that none of the parties really could tell us what they're going to do because none of the parties know what's coming at us. But uh, Horgan has got a lot, a lot of work ahead of him. And, and you know, he's got four years. He's going to need it. It's uh, it's not going to be easy, even with the best of intentions, and we'll see how good his intentions are when he starts governing. We will see. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Sammy. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Yeah, there's a lot for this new government to take on now.